Hey, uh, thanks for listening to the Nick and Big J podcast. We appreciate it. And you know what? It's brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been in an accident, well, call The Advocates. 208-471-4444. Straight from your waking nightmare, it's the Morning After podcast with Nick and Big J. Presented by Treasure Valley Subaru, the Idaho Center's premier pre-owned superstore. With a large selection of cars, SUVs, crossovers, and trucks, and payments as low as $250 a month, Rob and his crew have exactly what you need. And with one of Idaho's largest Subaru service centers, Rob and his crew have got you taken care of with express oil changes in under 45 minutes guaranteed, or it's free. And now, Nick and Big J. Well, morning glory and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome, welcome to Wednesday, 9th day of November 2022. My name is Nick. There's Big J right over there. Yeah. She's a snowy Wednesday, Big J. That's... The visibility coming in from uh, Canyon County was not good. Uh, yeah, it wasn't too bad visibility-wise, and the good news is, at least for now, it's not sticking-sticking, but still pretty big accident on the freeway if you're coming into Boise from the 2C, and something that you need to be aware of that will probably affect your commute, although it's not. Uh, it didn't look like a serious one. It's one of those that was like a fender bender that took up three lanes as they're trying to tow it off, so it may be cleaned up here very, very soon, but... It impacted my commute. It may very well do yours as well if the freeway is a usual route you take. So keep that in mind. It's a little bonus. Look inside the TDS Fiber Traffic Center. Am I required to do a sponsorship, Big J? Yes. Can I make it up on the spots? Brought to you by Radio's Big J, who reminds you there to you suck it. So suck it. There, <laughs> there you go. It's uh, It's been fun, and it's just giving you a little bit of heads up as things go on. Now, what's on the agenda for today? We got ourselves tickets to Machine Head. They're going to be in town tomorrow night. Now, listen to me. The show is an evening with Machine Head, which means there's no opening act. It's just Machine Head for like two and a half hours. So get ready to live. That's going to happen tomorrow night. We got your tickets to that. We'll take care of it a couple times over over the course of the show today. Big J has a movie review for you. Watch the Netflix thriller, I Came By. That's correct. Did I get it right? Yes, that time? you got it right. Uh, he will tell you how it was, how it is, and if you should watch it as well coming up a little bit later on this hour. We also have a chance for you to get qualified for that UTV, which maybe, Big J, when it starts to get snowy outside, that might be what you want to take to work, right? Yeah, it's a party, man. Not a lot of wind resistance in the UTV, however. It's just a lot of open air kind of stuff, so it's not going to keep you warm. But boy, how do you get traction? We'll give you a chance around 7.30 to get into that. We have another code word in inflation retaliation, another $1,000 out the door today. And we get to get started a little bit after 9 o'clock with that. So we've got a pretty decent Wednesday show planned for you. Plus, we're going to talk movies today at some point, Big J. I have an agenda. When uh, don't you? I'm not. That's a good point. Do I have an agenda? Yeah, most if of the time. If that is, what would it be? If, as an outsider, explain to me my agenda. It might help. Uh, that's a great question. Oh, see now? I mean, I didn't put enough thought into that. Evil, usually. Evil? Evil, yeah. That doesn't seem right. But listen, man, if that's how you perceive it, uh, that's the way it has to be. But we also play music on this show, so let's get started with some Nirvana. It's Come As You Are, kicking things off here on The Morning After on The X Rocks. After with Nick and Big J. Election Day was yesterday. Results start to pour in. Probably shouldn't surprise anybody that has lived in this state for any amount of time how the elections panned out yesterday. As 68-year-old Republican Governor uh, Brad Little will re, uh, be re-elected to the gubernatorial position, easily beating anybody else that uh, came in to challenger. Democratic candidate Stephen Height finished in second, uh, and then uh, Amon Bundy came in third. 
in the conservative state. So uh, Brad Little will continue that. Pretty much everybody that was up for re-election ended up winning it here in the uh, the state of Idaho. And anybody on the uh, the Republican side of the ballot ended up becoming victorious. Uh, but that's usually the way it goes around here. Probably shouldn't surprise anybody yeah. in statewide elections. That's how... It rolls here in the state of Idaho, and then uh, there's still a lot to be panned out, a lot to be figured out. I don't think they've closed. I don't think they've closed the voting yet. Certainly, they haven't, but they have still counting ballots. But the constitutional amendment still looks to be a tightly contested battle. Who knows how that's going to pan out? But right now, the yes is in the lead by about a 1.9 percent margin. Still votes to be carried, and all that other stuff needs to be figured out as well. But. We'll see how it all happens going forward, Big J. How was your voting experience yesterday? Good. Did you have to wait in line or anything like that? No. It was early afternoon. Yeah, so. me either. I was able to, uh, I mean, I waited it for like three seconds, but other than that, it took, I was, there was a longer line to scan your ballots than there was to actually get them. So uh, hopefully you didn't have to wait too, too long in order to cast your vote, but hopefully you also made sure your voice was heard. Big part of the process, everybody. Big J, former first-round draft pick Jonathan Abram was waived by the Los Angeles Raiders on Tuesday. He didn't make the impact expected of a first-round selection and struggled in pass coverage, so the Raiders decided to part raise with him. If you're wondering, Big J, John Gruden and Mike Mayock, who was a draft expert, had six first-round picks during their run together. Only two remain with the team. Uh, That is to say that maybe the experts aren't the experts that we think they are, and uh, neither of them have really done very well in their jobs moving forward. But Josh Jacobs, the Raiders uh, you know, running back, who they also just before the season declined to offer an extension to, so he's probably gone after the year, is still there. And then uh, Kellen Farrell, who is a defensive lineman and a backup one at that, is also still on the Raiders. Everybody else gone in these six first-round picks. That was supposed to be the cornerstone of the franchise, if you remember. They traded away Khalil Mack to get a bunch of those, and then just crapped right down their legs. So, uh, that's maybe one of the reasons why the Raiders aren't so great, is uh, the previous regime, whether you like John Gruden or not, or Mike Mayock or not, did not do a very good job at their positions, and ended up hurting the team in the long term. And then they gave away more picks to get Devontae Adams, now they can't get him the ball. So, it's, it's a mess in Las Vegas. We'll put it that way, Big J. Jerry Jones wants Odell Beckham Jr. in a Cowboys uniform. Do you think it will happen, Big J? Uh, I have no idea. I have no idea. I don't know where he's going to go either. I mean, I don't think he's going back to the Rams because I think that might be a lost cause. Yeah, I mean, he might as well. He, he, he gets to pick, right? So why would he go sure. somewhere where they're not going to have a chance to go into the playoffs? Unless the he really, I mean, unless he liked to play, unless he really enjoyed playing there. That could be a thing, too. But I do believe you're right. He's chasing a, a ring. I think that's where he's going to go. I mean, think about his cachet if he does go to Dallas and they were to win a Super Bowl. Oh, yeah, it'd be a huge like, deal. He, he, and, and, and listen, the, everybody would put that on Dell. It was like, yeah, once you got Odell Beckham, you won the Super Bowl. That puts him in a rare kind of, uh, you know, air of, of I, I guess, your legacy. Yeah, I would think so. so. I mean, listen, he's already got a Super Bowl ring, if we're being honest. I mean, he did win one last sure. year. He had a huge first but half before getting hurt. If you go to another team that hasn't won in 20-plus years and you win one because you came in, I mean, that's huge. Sure. Well, it depends on how he does, of right. course. Oh, yes. oh, yeah, yes. obviously. But, you know, I mean, he he fit. I mean, he was a huge part of that Super Bowl win for the Rams. Had he not been there, they might not have won that game. Uh, certainly had a big first half. Uh, I won't argue Cooper Cup was a bigger th- addition to the to the team overall, but yes, he was an impactful part of that win. There's no doubt about it. 
Big J M Shadows is the lead singer of Avenged Sevenfold, and he is upset at musicians because he says some are taking place in what he calls fan abuse. What is fan abuse according to M Shadows? That would be selling multiple versions, repackages, or bundles of your album to the same fan base over and over and over again so you can get a chart position that nobody cares about and is manipulated. He thinks it should be called fan abuse. For instance, he thinks uh, you know the expanded option of CDs are silly. The uh, you know exclusive option, the vinyls for ticket discounts, all that kind of stuff for people to get multiple versions and multiple copies sold, or anybody that sells concert tickets with their albums, he feels like that's a little bit of a ripoff as well. And so he thinks it's crazy that people do this kind of stuff and take their money again and again and again from fans. Where do you stand, Big J? Uh, yeah, oftentimes that's not the band's decision or the musicians themselves. It's usually their record companies and such and such. But yeah, I mean, uh, on occasion there might be something special about it, but for sure there is a a repackaging of, of things that seems unnecessary to me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for instance, uh, Greatest Hits albums today uh, are, are pretty much obsolete courtesy of streaming and playlists and things that you can create on your own but yet bands put them out every single christmas season to make sure they sell a couple extra cds and again you're right it's not the bands that do this the bands are just along for the ride it is the record companies that want to make this and you're also right that unfortunately who it hurts is the really you know grade a fans of the band who will go out and buy everything that they release even if they don't need it or they don't really want it, just because they want to support yeah. their favorite band. I think a vinyl pressing is a different story because a lot of times those can be very collectible, and especially when you start getting into different grains, and um, you know sometimes you have the color discs and things like that. Those are are collectible things that I think fans enjoy as opposed to being, uh, you know, getting something that you can normally get for free or a premium service, like you said. Does it bother you though if they put out like seven different versions of the album? No, no. No, that doesn't? No, because you don't have to buy all seven of them. No, you, well, you don't have to buy anything. But if you're a fan, you will, or at least you're supposed to in theory. But uh, I understand where he's coming from. He does make some points. But I also will say that, listen, man, I mean, there's a lot of times these bands don't even know what's happening when it comes but to But has, has has Dave not done that before? That's uh, the thing. I'm I don't like, think so. Uh, well, you remember, they haven't released an album in like six years. It's been yeah, a while. but, you know, so I mean... They've missed out on this whole, like, you know, bonusing and, and ex- expanded editions and multiple versions of vinyl stuff. So, uh, not to say that they won't, but he, I don't think he's very happy about it. Uh, so, we'll see what happens going forward. We're supposed to get a new album sometime next year, according to some rumors. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important... <laughs> And as I prevail, that is bad things here on The Morning After with Nick and Big J. And going to the movies, still an experience, whether you like it or not. And it is a good time if you're going to a movie that you enjoy. Big J, you and I, are, we're going to go to the movies tomorrow together. Yeah. And uh, we do go to the movies a lot together, courtesy of the Morning After the Movies podcast. I'm not complaining about that. But uh, both of us also kind of really, I think, ill-prepared to take part in this particular poll. But our friends over at Cinemark theaters have put together a poll and released what everybody's favorite movie theater candy is and each state's favorite movie theater candy and i know neither you or i have a sweet tooth so we don't really buy candy at the movie theater but plenty of people do there's no doubt uh were you ever a candy guy at the movie theater no man i was back in the day back in like high school and stuff 
And I, I don't know if they even have these anymore, but I was a Dots guy. Do you remember Dots? Yes. The gummies? Yeah. Uh, that's what I would grab, and I don't think they're around much anymore. Uh, but again, I don't really have much of a sweet tooth much anymore, so I don't do I'm more of a movie popcorn kind of guy. And getting that on, that to me is almost a necessity. But plenty of people do it. If you had to guess, what was Idaho's favorite candy to buy at movie theaters? And um, I'm kind of disappointed in this. To M&M's? Honest. No, no. Nothing that mainstream. Milk Duds? No, nope, Milk Duds didn't even make the list of the top oh, man. 10 in the I, country. I have no idea then. Red Vines is the number one candy huh. that Idahoans buy at the movie theater. And I'm disappointed for a couple reasons. Number one... Uh, there are a lot better candies out there than Red Vines. Number two, I don't even think Red Vines are the best licorice. Am I weird in saying that? I mean, Twizzlers to me are far, far superior than Red Vines. I mean, what's the difference? Well, it taste, in my personal opinion. I mean, I, I think that the Twizzlers actually uh, taste a little bit different. Than, well, they definitely taste different than Red Vines. Red Vines have a very plasticky taste to me that I do not enjoy, nor do I like. But I will say this, Red Vines dominate the western part of the United States when it comes to this survey. Mm. California, Oregon, Washington, Idaho, Oregon, they all have red vines as the number one candy. Uh, but overall, it is one of those deals where M&Ms are the number one candy in the uh, the United States. It, it dominates a lot of it. Peanut M&Ms, as a matter of fact, they are preferred by 13 states. So that leads the way. But Red Vines, the top choice of six states, all in the West. And then Cookie Dough Bites, uh, the top choice in seven states. Interestingly, Raisinets, Milk Duds, Snow Caps didn't even show up on any part of the map. Raisinets? Well, Snow Caps, too. I don't, I don't understand those either. But Starburst is kind of like middle of the road a little bit. They show up every once in a while, but that's about it. But apparently, we like our Red Vines. And the United States of America, we like our Peanut M&M's. So, way to go and enjoy the movie-going experience. Uh, I do know, like, uh, is it Reese's that some people, like, put in their movie theater popcorn? Like, I dump in there? M&M's. It was I thought M&M's? it was M&M's. Okay. M&M's but Maybe it's both. I don't know. Be. I've never done either of those things. I just know that there are some people that, that mix candy in with their popcorn when they go to the movie theater, and that becomes a tasty treat for them. Uh, but whatever it is, Big J, it'll now cost you, like, $11 to get a box of it. So it doesn't matter which candy you get. It's going to be expensive. Morning After with Nick and Big J. Speaking of movies, Big J has a review for us about one that he watched last night. That's happening next on the X-Rocks. That's Smashing Pumpkins Bullet with Butterfly Wings here on the Morning After with Nick and Big J. Yesterday, gosh, right around this time, you guys selected a movie for Big J to watch on Netflix as part of a thing called Streaming Dumbass, and he did exactly that. The movie is called I Came By. It's a new thriller on Netflix. Let's learn all about it. Big J, how was it? Yeah, well, uh, let's start off and talk about what the movie's about. I Came By is uh, starts off, you've got a couple of uh, you know young men here who uh, basically they're, uh, I want to say active but they're also graffiti artists so they uh, they uh, they tend to uh, pick out uh, rich kind of uh, folks who they feel are taking advantage of society and they go and they uh, break into their homes and they you know uh, graffiti them one of their things that they graffiti is I came by so it's like a banksy but uh, with breaking and entering involved yeah okay. yeah essentially uh, one of the one of the two fellas uh, he's kind of losing a taste for this he's got uh, 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 he just finds out that he's got a baby on the way sure. and so he needs to take life a little more seriously in order to provide for 
for that child. And so he's having second thoughts because uh, their next uh, target uh, upcoming is a is a judge. And, um, you know, it's some pretty serious things. But uh, soon they find out or one of them finds out that uh, this judge has got some stuff going on. And uh, that's what you have, the thriller part, because he's not a good guy. I see. Put it that way. And so there you go. And the interesting thing about this, and, and so, I, you know, I, I'm kind of like so-so on the movie. And then uh, the judge, and I'm not sure how this works out because in the movie, uh, he is uh, when when the one of the um, the taggers starts to kind of break into the house, he hears something. He happens to be watching Rick and Morty. Okay. On a TV. The judge does? Yeah. And it's a specific episode. It's the Morty's Killing Morty's episode. Uh huh. And I'm like, boy, that's, I mean, they probably had to spend a good more amount of money to get that licensing to put in this movie. Uh, because, you know, it's, it's a, and so I don't know the significance of his character or whatever. I didn't really play out. It's just like, man, it's hard for me not to like this movie because that's one of my favorite Rick and Morty episodes. <laughs> Wait, you liked the movie because for, for two seconds of Rick and Morty? I, 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 I'm teetering on whether or not I like the movie, okay? Uh, if I'm going to approve it, I'm like, <laughs> I, I can't approve it just because of this, can I? <laughs> that seems like, like a very, very yeah, trivial thing. Yeah, to but I'm like, about. that's the thing. I, I, I get, uh, you know, sometimes I'm like, I, I enjoy things. And for certain reasons, I don't know, but um, so that was a weird thing that I saw pop up in the movie. It's like, oh, this is a very strange placement of this type of product. Is it subtitled? No, okay, no, I wasn't sure if it English. was okay. It's, it's English. It's not um, in some foreign language, and so uh, you know, and then you have basically people start disappearing, and uh, this judge is is uh, not a great guy. So that's kind of what you have in this movie, and uh, I wouldn't say there's any real twist at the end necessarily. Um, it's, it's okay. Just a couple of dudes okay that maybe movie. picked on the wrong guy and are paying the price. Well, they picked on the right guy. I mean, they right. just picked on the wrong guy. The wrong guy for them. A dangerous guy. Yeah, very dangerous. And so that's what you get in this movie. And it's so so. Uh, so I guess the ultimate question is: Does Big J say it's worth other people's time? It's worth going to watch Rick and Morty, uh, the Morty's Killing Morty's episode. I don't think that's the official title, but so that's approved. This movie is not. All right, so you have, even though it's featured in it and yeah. you thought about it, but it's also not the worst movie you've ever seen, clearly. No, no, it is not the worst movie I've ever seen, but I'm like, it's just okay. Didn't, But it wasn't a extreme waste of time. You didn't feel like you got ripped off by spending time. No, no, I, no, I, you're right. I didn't okay. get ripped off. But at the same time, I was like, sometimes you get drawn into a movie, like, I can't wait to see the rest of this. Sure. This was like, eh, when is this over? Just okay. Is it a long film? I did not see the running time. Uh, yeah, a, a, an hour, 50 minutes or so. 50, 5 uh, uh, An hour, 50 minutes. Yeah, okay. yeah so almost, almost two, two hours. hours. All right. Uh, so you got to make a little bit of a commitment, but that seems to be the norm for Netflix movies these days. As I was looking through yeah. it, there's that's pretty much you got to put in two hours if you're going to watch you Netflix. Let's the 90-minute section. It's fairly, yes. I'm, I don't know if I've ever seen that section. But uh, I will say this. Big J said pass, but it doesn't sound like you're super upset that you watched it. No, no. It's so. not like a bad situation. Here. So he's not angry at you for selecting the movie, but he can, in clear conscience, tell you to watch it yourself. So... While it's average at best, Big J says thanks but no thanks to I Came By, the Netflix original movie that you can watch if you, uh, I guess, enjoy Rick and Morty more than Big J. Here's traffic. 
How Good about luck. we see if what's inside the TDS Fiber Traffic Center this morning? Brought to you by Western Heating and Air. CB, what up? It's sluggish on eastbound I-84 from the 10-mile road to exit 42 on-ramp to Meridian Road. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Raise the glass, Big J. Researchers have found that maybe, just maybe, some hops and beer can help flush out brain toxins that could link to Alzheimer's. According to a university study in Italy, Hops, of course, that's the flowers that give beer their distinct flavor, contain antioxidants that prevent the plaque buildup in the brain that is linked to Alzheimer's. So a hop grown in Germany was shown to be the most effective. This one is called Tetanang, so German beer apparently is supposed to help out the best. Now, uh, do keep in mind that whatever positive aspects you can find in the world of your brain and beer will be almost instantly outdone the second you start binge drinking. Do you understand? Yeah. So... Anything in reasonable and short supply is the way to go. So the researchers are warning, hey, listen, you can't drink until you get hammered. But they're saying that maybe having a glass of German beer a night could help with cognitive functions and to kind of wash out your brain a little bit. Now, uh, they do say that anything more than two pints a day will not do you a very good job. But anything more than six will increase your risk of bad news. So anything that's like, you know, too much of a good thing. You understand on that? Yeah. So, maybe something to think about going forward for some people, but and everything in, you know, moderation, making sure you're paying attention to what's going on. Anybody that watched the documentary of Michael Jordan, uh, The Last Dance, knows that he and Isaiah Thomas hate each other, Big J, and they weren't uh, shy talking about why either in that documentary, and uh, Thomas now is talking about it as well. And he says that, uh, boy, ever since he watched The Last Dance, he hates Michael Jordan even more. And he says that basically whatever, you know, he's just a miserable human being that likes to vilify other people to make himself feel better and be the hero in his own story. Now, that doesn't make him a terrible or a good basketball player because he's certainly one of the best, but he's a terrible human being. And he says that until he gets a very public and private apology, that their feud will go on until the end of time, Big J. They hate Oh, my gosh. And that will give you an idea how light sports news was yesterday, Big J. Because <laughs> NBA was off because of Election Day. A lot of the stadiums across the country that NBA games are played in were used as places that people could cast votes. So they consciously took a day off yesterday. There was some hockey, but it's early on in the season where these games don't mean a whole hell of a lot. So, yeah, it was, it was pretty quiet on the sports front yesterday. I will say this, however, if you are a fan of Indiana Jones, get ready. Disney has finally said they are going to develop an Indiana Jones TV show for Disney+. Plus. According to Variety, sources say they're looking for a writer to take on the project. I don't know if this means like a reboot of young Indiana Jones. Did you ever watch that TV yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. Did you enjoy it? It seemed like it was, like, yeah. I, don't re- I remember watching it. I don't remember much about it. So I can't tell you if it was great, bad, or just something that you know kept my mind busy when it, in the 80s when it was on TV. But I know I watched Young Indiana Jones as well. I also know it didn't last very long. So it couldn't have been too incredibly popular. So uh, much like anything, I believe this has a lot to do with the cast and the story as to whether or not it's going yeah. to be successful. I can tell you this. It ain't going to involve Harrison Ford. Uh, Harrison is uh, has said on multiple different occasions that that this movie that he's making is the last one, the last time he'll wear the fedora. So it's going to be some further adventures of or a spinoff of Indiana Jones. Maybe something that is set up in this new movie. To be perfectly honest, that would make sense. That they're would make going sense, to take yeah. it. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the seven o'clock hour. <laughs> 
On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Raise the glass, Big J. Researchers have found that maybe, just maybe, some hops in beer can help flush out brain toxins that could link to Alzheimer's, according to a university study in Italy. Hops, of course, that's the flowers that give beer their distinct flavor, contain antioxidants that prevent the plaque buildup in the brain that is linked to Alzheimer's. So a hop grown in Germany was shown to be the most effective. This one is called Tetanang, so German beer apparently is supposed to help out the best. Now, uh, do keep in mind that whatever positive aspects you can find in the world of your brain and beer will be almost instantly outdone the second you start binge drinking. You understand? Yeah. So... Anything in reasonable and short supply is the way to go. So the researchers are warning, hey, listen, you can't drink until you get hammered. But they're saying that maybe having a glass of German beer a night could help with cognitive functions and to kind of wash out your brain a little bit. Now, uh, they do say that anything more than two pints a day will not do you a very good job. But anything more than six will increase your risk of bad news. So anything that's like, you know, too much of a good thing. You understand on that? Yeah. So, maybe something to think about going forward for some people, but any, everything in, you know, moderation, making sure you're paying attention to what's going on. Anybody that watched the documentary of Michael Jordan, uh, The Last Dance, knows that he and Isaiah Thomas hate each other, Big J, and they weren't uh, shy talking about why either in that documentary, and uh, Thomas now is talking about it as well. And he says that, uh, boy, ever since he watched The Last Dance, he hates Michael Jordan even more. And he says that basically whatever, you know, he's just a miserable human being that likes to vilify other people to make himself feel better and be the hero in his own story. Now, that doesn't make him a terrible or a good basketball player because he's certainly one of the best, but he's a terrible human being. And he says that until he gets a very public and private apology, that their feud will go on until the end of time, Big J. They hate Oh, my gosh. And that will give you an idea how light sports news was yesterday, Big J. Because <laughs> NBA was off because of Election Day. A lot of the stadiums across the country that NBA games are played in were used as places that people could cast votes. So they consciously took a day off yesterday. There was some hockey, but it's early on in the season where these games don't mean a whole hell of a lot. So, yeah, it was, it was pretty quiet on the sports front yesterday. I will say this, however, if you are a fan of Indiana Jones, get ready. Disney has finally said they are going to develop an Indiana Jones TV show for Disney+. Plus. According to Variety, sources say they're looking for a writer to take on the project. I don't know if this means like a reboot of young Indiana Jones. Did you ever watch that TV yeah, show? Yeah, yeah. Did you enjoy it? It seemed like it was, I, yeah. I don't. Re- I remember watching it. I don't remember much about it, so I can't tell you if it was great, bad, or just something that you know kept my mind busy when it, in the '80s when it was on TV. But I know I watched Young Indiana Jones as well. I also know it didn't last very long, so it couldn't have been too incredibly popular. So uh, much like anything, I believe this has a lot to do with the cast and the story as to whether or not it's going yeah. to be successful. I can tell you this: it ain't going to involve Harrison Ford. Uh, Harrison is uh, has said on multiple different occasions that that this movie that he's making is the last one, the last time he'll wear the fedora. So it's going to be some further adventures of or a spinoff of Indiana Jones. Maybe something that is set up in this new movie. To be perfectly honest, that would make sense. That they're would going sense, to take yeah. it. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the seven o'clock hour. 
that is Star Set and Breaking Benjamin tag teaming up on that one, waiting on the sky to change here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Perhaps you have heard we have got a brand new CF Moto side by side UTV from Birds of Prey Motorsports and Volkswagen of Boise to try to give away here on old 100.3 The X Rocks. And we are trying very hard to get people qualified to win this UTV. And you can do so right now by playing a little game with us called UTV. Call 208-287-1003. I've got some clues to try to point you in the direction of words, a, a word that begins with either a U, a T, or a V. And we'll start with uncle. one of those letters. It's not uncle. Uh, and stop, no, stop shouting out words because we're going to need them over the course of the next month. So if you think you got what it takes to get on the phone, 208-287-1003, to try to guess the word, now would be a time to do it. Because we want to make sure somebody gets qualified for it. We do it at 7.30 and 5.30 weekdays. And we need to get ourselves a contestant. Good morning, The X. Hey. What's up, man? You are indeed. What's your name, sir? Hey, this is Dave. All right, Dave. We're going to play a game called UTV. I'm going to give you some clues and it points to a word that starts with either a UT or a V. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's go. Clue one. In a Rick and Morty episode, the title characters turn themselves into these in order to get a presidential pardon. Number two. In the 70s, people would call you a jive one of these as an insult. Uh, I got it, but let's go ahead and get number three anyway. On Thanksgiving, a ton of Americans will be eating a lot of this T word. That'd be a turkey. Yes, turkey is 100% correct, Dave. Congratulations. A JT for sure. You are qualified for this brand new UTV courtesy of Birds of Prey Motorsports and Volkswagen of Boise. Please hang on, and we will actually get you information on why you're qualified and what you need to do, which is awesome. And listen at 530 for your next chance to get qualified. Thank you, Big J, for giving me Rick and Morty inspiration for today's word. Uh, it helped out because it remembered that they turned themselves into turkeys in yeah. that one episode in order to it's get crazy. a presidential pardon. So uh, enjoy that episode of Rick and Morty. Rewatch it. And yes, listen at 530 for another chance to get qualified for the UTV. Morning after with Nick and Big J. We are going to go to hell. That's happening next on the X Rocks. After with Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X Rocks. Florida is where we're going for today's We're Going to Hell story, specifically the Fort Lauderdale Hollywood International Airport, Big J. Whoa. That's where we're headed. Uh, And I think, uh, well, I mean, I don't know. I'd like to believe that everybody at this point knows that it is not legal to bring any kind of weapons on board a plane. Unless you're like an air marshal. Yeah. Something to that extent. But you cannot just kind of make that happen no matter how much you would like to it's not the way it works but that doesn't stop people from attempting to sneak things through and it happened again over this last couple of days because the story has gone viral about a traveler that attempted to smuggle a gun through security but doing so in a very unique fashion they tried to hide the gun inside the cavity of a raw chicken pig Oh, God. Thinking, like, you know, that the chicken smell would throw off the dogs or that TSA would not look inside of a chicken, I suppose. But maybe the one thing they did forget about is is x-ray technology, Big J, because it is pretty easy for an x-ray machine to pick up a gun inside of a chicken cavity. 
Whether they like it or not, it was. And that really was the easiest thing that they've ever found. Authorities, first of all, knew something was weird when they were going through the luggage and found a raw chicken. It's rare that people put raw chicken in their luggage. It was luggage. also rare. Very, very good point. And so after a closer inspection, that's when they found the gun wrapped inside of a plastic bag that was stuffed inside the chicken's cavity. How does people? How do these people live? I mean, how how are they alive? I, I don't know. I natural don't. natural selection somehow passed over this person. But the man knew he had clucked up when he was placed under arrest. He now faces some serious time because you cannot do this kind did of stuff. Did you say clucked? I up? sure did. I sure did. <laughs> I sure did. Oh man! So you cannot bring a gun on board. That's not okay. But. It does give me idea. What about a gun inside of a duck, inside of a chicken? How about this? How about inside your of a own turkey? cavity? <laughs> no. Try that out. Also not recommended. Also not recommended. So a reminder, it is illegal to do that and to try to trick them. Not great. Charges will be filed of the federal variety, so it's never a good thing. And this gentleman uh, probably will not be seeing daylight anytime soon. So a reminder, it's not they don't like to joke about it. They certainly don't like you to actually do it. Yeah, and we're fine for that guy. None of that stuff is a good move. Bad form. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There's your we're going to hell story. Coming up in a few minutes, we got ourselves some important stuff, plus your pop culture smackdown on the way here on the X. Let's take a look at your traffic report here inside the TDS Fiber Traffic Center. After with Nick and Big J. Big J, we know as a grown-ass man you don't like vegetables or fruits, but how was it as a kid? Were you a picky eater? Did you refuse to eat the stuff that was supposed to be good for you back then? Yeah, pretty did, much. Did your parents try to make you eat it, or no. they were just like, listen, this is a lost cause? No, there was no there was no attempt. They weren't trying to give you a balanced diet? I don't think so. Well, if you are having difficulty with your kids eating their fruits and vegetables, it may be time to put on some music during its dinner time because researchers from the university of lisbon asked a bunch of participants to rate food while listening to music and they ate a bunch of stuff that you hate big j carrots cucumber celery etc and when parents listen to music with uh tinkling and higher pitched sounds in the background the food tasted better to their kids than when there wasn't music playing the phenomenon has been dubbed sonic seasoning big j and it seems to be an effective strategy to enhance a kind of perception of the way food tastes. According to doctors, somehow our brain links music that we enjoy or that we like when we're eating something to make it taste better than it maybe it actually does. This gives me a restaurant idea, Big J. Oh. The X-Rock restaurant, and we could just call it sonic seasoning of just nothing but rock music while people shove food down their gullets. And it makes things taste better because rock music's the best. Yeah, that makes sense. All right. You put together a budget package, and I'll see if I can't find some finances. You serve only stuff from a can. No, no, no. The food is still good. Like, it's actually good food. We serve it in the can. Like, here's a can it's of like Hormel's hobo eating? Co- corned beef hash, and we warm it up in the can, and then we play metal music, and you love it. That sounds like the motto to me. We warm it up in a can, and you love it. You idiots. Eat our food, suckers. Here's some Sonic Pepper. <laughs> Good band name, by the way. Dallas Cowboys owner Jerry Jones confirmed the team is interested in Odell Beckham Jr. 
And he said that they could use some help in the wide receiver position. Maybe shouldn't have traded away, you know, Mari Cooper, but what are you going to do? He is trying to come back from a torn ACL that he suffered in the Super Bowl of last year. The injury occurred when the Rams were taking on the Bengals, and he is not quite back, but he has been cleared. So at some point, he's probably going to have to make a decision if he wants to play in the NFL this year as teams are ready to make a final push for the playoffs. Speaking of football teams making a push, the Raiders are not, but they also have released their former first-round pick, Jonathan Abram. He was a safety for the team for the last several years, but he's been graded poorly in pass coverage, and they just decided to straight-up cut ties with him. So that's it for it. By the way, they had six first-round draft picks in three years, but only two of them remain on the team, Josh Jacobs and Kellen Farrell. And Jacobs is a starting running back, Farrell a backup linebacker, lineman for the uh, the Raiders. So not a great run of draft picks for the Mike Mayock, uh, John Gruden era, that's for sure. I've got good news if you enjoy John Wick. Uh, Ian McShane will be reprising his role, and Keanu Reeves will appear in the spinoff Ballerina starring Anna de Armas in the John Wick universe. McShane will, of course, reprise his role as the manager of the... Big J, the name of the hotel? Uh, The Continent. That is correct. The Hotel for Assassins. So Ian will be coming back. John Wick will be showing up probably just in the first episode. Not something that's a reoccurring character, but still nice to see as the John Wick uh, universe expands some characters that we are familiar with and enjoy uh, taking part in this particular series. And listen, Ian McShane just makes anything better that he's in, period. So the more of him and things, the better off it will be. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your important stuff for the 8 o'clock hour. Nick and Big J. Yeah, tomorrow night at the Rev Center is an evening with Machine Head. It's tomorrow, right, Nick? That is correct. Tomorrow, Thursday. Uh, We will get you set up with a pair of tickets for that show right here, right now, if you can beat me in Pop Culture Smackdown. Well, let's give you the phone number, 208-287-1003. That's the number that you need to call if you'd like to play a little game called Pop Culture Smackdown and win these machine head tickets for tomorrow night. And we need a contestant on the phone in order to do that, but also a themed version of Pop Culture Smackdown. Today, Big J, Lou Ferrigno's 70th birthday. Lou Ferrigno? So yeah, we're going to revolve around Lou and Hulk questions today, if that's okay. Yeah. So hopefully you got the goods and you can do well. Hello, the X. Hey, this is Dennis. Dennis, you're up first. Dennis, in the comic books and the movies, what is the name of the Hulk's love interest? Is it Betty Ross? Is it Pepper Potts or Brenda Starr? Can you repeat that? Sure. I missed part of that. What is the name of the Hulk's love interest in the comics and the MCU movies? Betty Ross, Pepper Potts, or Brenda Starr? I thought Pepper Potts was Iron Man. I'm going to say Betty Ross. Betty Ross is correct. Right. That is right. You're officially taking on Big J. Big J, Lou Ferrigno played this Greek god in two movies in the 80s. Uh, I'm going to go Hercules. That is correct. Right. To you, Dennis, what sitcom featured Lou Ferrigno in a recurring role? Did he pop up in The King of Queens, Roseanne, or Home Improvement? Uh, King of Queens? That is correct. Right. Big J, in the television show that Lou Ferrigno starred in, the Hulk's alter ego was not named Bruce Banner. What was his name? Ted Banner. (laughs) (laughs) We go with Ted. Wrong. No, no, it's not. It's not Ted. 
It is not Ted. Professor Moriarty. Uh, no, that's a Sherlock Holmes reference. And incorrect as well. I don't, I don't remember. I mean, I remember watching the show as a kid, but... Yeah, and you remember uh, Mr. Bigsy, uh, Bill Bigsy. Yeah, Bill Bigsby, and, yeah. Uh, but you don't remember what his name was, huh? No. All right. Well, then uh, that means, Dennis, you are the victor. Do you happen to know the answer? I have no idea. Uh, his name was David on the show. Right. David Banner. They really stuck with the, the comic stuff then, huh? Not Bruce. No, Bruce in the comics. There, there's an old, and as a matter of fact, it's referenced in She-Hulk. Uh, that uh, they changed the name because of a weird urban legend that they thought Bruce was too effeminate of a name in the 80s and they wanted to change it to David. Now, none of that has been proven true, but I mean, that is what? the urban that legend. That sounds dumb because Bruce Lee. Well, I mean, it's dumb that they changed it, period, for Bruce to David for no reason whatsoever, right. but they did. Congratulations there, Dennis. You are going to check out Machine Head tomorrow night at the Rev Center. Please hold on tight. We'll get some information from me and make sure you're all good to go there. Happy birthday, Lou Fregado. We're going to Former do some guest, right? headlines. After. No. We're going to do some headlines next, maybe in an alternate universe. Next on the X Rocks. Headlines are as follows, Big J. Finally found Mamma Mia. And do you remember? Mamma Mia! A Pizza Hut restaurant in Kansas was destroyed on Sunday no! when a speeding car went airborne and crashed into one of their iconic red roofs, Big J. Holy crap. Police say they received a call about an erratic driver and then were able to locate him when he sped right past him. From there, he ran an intersection, struck a curb, then went airborne and crashed right into the top of the Pizza Hut. The good news was the actual Pizza Hut restaurant was not open yet because the car's engine then caught fire, which set the whole restaurant ablaze. Oh, no. Fortunately, only the restaurant manager was inside, and he was uninjured. The driver was taken to the hospital with significant but non-life-threatening injuries. And a reminder, everybody, hey, 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 take it down a notch. Guys, we don't need you to be airborne and flying through roofs of restaurants any kind or otherwise, because that's not good. Not a good way to end your road trip, man. Obviously, this dude was inebriated in some way and probably needed to chill out and yeah. should have been behind the wheel anyway. So a reminder once again, don't drink and drive or anything under the influence. Not a good idea, y'all. Thankfully, nobody was hurt except for the idiot that did that. Finally found or do you remember? Do you remember? Big J, pop quiz for you, hotshot. Last time you owned a vehicle that had a manual transmission. I, I own one. That's right. Yeah. One of the few out there that do. And that was a nice uh, reminder to you. And you like to, I mean, do you drive it a lot in the winter or do you prefer not to? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's got performance tires on it, so I try not to drive it in the winter, but uh, that it would have nothing to do with it being manual. No, that's absolutely true. But, I mean, it, it's one of those deals where they're not very prevalent in this day and age. In fact, Mini USA, the company that's making the Cooper and the Cooper S models of cars that have been around for a while, are in the news because they are offering strictly manual transmissions for their vehicles. The Subaru WRX, and I don't know if it's exclusive, but the majority of those also have a manual transmission in them. It's rare today to find a vehicle with manual transmission. So much so is that uh, that they actually are, if you buy the vehicle, asking that you take a manual driving school class because it's just one of those skills that have gone the way of the dodo and have eroded. And it's not everybody's fault. It's just we, we, we are a lazy society. We like to take the, le- the, the the path of least resistance. And that is automatic transmissions. No yeah. doubt. The joke is if you want to make your car uh, foolproof, 
uh, and stolen proof. Uh, put a manual transmission in it. That'll do it. That will do it. Because I, I was thinking the last, I mean, I owned a manual transmission as well, but I was in like my early 20s. And so, but that was really the last time that I had to mess around with a manual transmission. So I'd like to think that I'd be able to pick it up or it would take me a second, but I'd be able to get back into the swing of things. But honestly, I haven't had to have a lot of interaction with it in the last 20 plus years. And so uh, it it would be interesting to me to see if I could make it. I mean, again, I'd take probably a little bit to get back into the swing of things, but I think I'd be able to do it. But I know there's a lot of people out there that have never touched a manual transmission before. It just wasn't a skill that has been required in the last couple of decades. So if you're looking for one, this may be the model to go to. If you're not, then uh, you probably want to find out what a manual transmission is because I do think it's a a decent skill that everybody should have. Agree or disagree? Agreed. Wrap it up with finally found. The Department of Justice has recovered $1 billion in Bitcoin that was stolen back in 2012. Uh, Now, here's the bad news, Big J. Back when it was stolen, the Bitcoin was worth about $7.36 billion. And because of the current rate of Bitcoin, it is now worth significantly less than that. But it was stolen from a marketplace called Silk Road on the internet. It's been discovered a decade later, but now, of course, is worth significantly less than what it was when it was stolen. Uh, A gentleman named James Ong has pleaded guilty to stealing the Bitcoin. It was found hidden on his hard drives uh, in a safe under the floorboards and in a popcorn tin in his home. He faces up to 20 years in prison, but they're trying to figure out, okay, what do we charge him with? Do we charge him with what the the amount of money that was stolen when he stole it? Or now the amount of money that it's actually worth because it's been found that he didn't spend any of it. He just held on to it thinking it was going to be a good investment. Turned out not to be that. And now it's not worth as much as it was. So there's Judge Big J for you. Do you charge him for what it's worth now or what it was worth when he stole it? Yeah, what it's worth now. Okay. So it's still a stolen item. It's smart smart for him then to hold on to it for as long as it did. Now it's a significantly less charge. I mean, a billion dollars is still a lot of money. Make no mistake yeah. about it. But it's not the $7.36 billion it was when he originally jacked it. So a reminder, Bitcoin is fluid. How's your investment doing, Big J? Not great. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your headlines. You're up to date on all the things you need to know. <laughs> That is Nine Inch Nails. That is head like a hole here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. And what we'd like to do is point your attention towards a podcast we feel like you need to download. Agree or disagree, Big J? Yeah, totally. The morning after the movies podcast. And, you know, at this day and age, it's more than just, you know, going and listening to it. The downloads matter. And then, of course, you know, rating it and uh, subscribing to whatever, you know, wherever you find podcasts, it's going to be there. uh, uh, Apple Pods, uh, let's see, Stitcher. Spotify, I mean, pretty much anywhere, Nick. You, you know a whole bunch of other places as yeah. well. Yeah, well, listen, there's there's a bunch of web-based stuff that I use for my podcast that you can help. Support. I do podbay.fm, That's not necessary, but that's because I'd like to access it without downloading an app sometimes when I'm on the road or doing something, and so that is nice for me to have. But yes, anywhere you can get podcasts. It's also available at xrock.com on our website as well if you want a kind of nice, I guess, one 
click place for you to check it out. That's a good place too. Yeah, and if you're having trouble finding it, yeah, whether it be the morning after, uh, you know, the regular podcast we do every day, or the the morning after the movies, just search KQXR and then morning, and you'll find either one of those. And we just put out uh, one yesterday, the weird, the Al Yankovic story, Nick, uh, which was available on Roku. So you can see that. And then uh, tomorrow night we're going to go take in Wakanda Forever and uh, give you a, a you know a spoiler free version always uh, ahead of time. But then halfway in there we'll throw in the spoilers, but let you get out if you want to. Exactly, it gives you an opportunity to get like just a straight up review of a movie without getting anything spoiled for you to see, tell you if it's worth your time. And then once you've seen the movie or if you've already have it, you can continue the podcast or listen later when we get into the spoilers of what we really liked and didn't like about the movie and breaks it down for you in a little bit more detail about what we think about it and make sure it's worth your time. Plus, Big J, I mean, let's be honest, there's a lot of movie podcasts out there, but where else are you going to get three white guys talking about movies? Nowhere. Yeah. And that's why you need Probably to download the Morning After the Movies podcast. It's that kind of unique perspective that we bring to it that makes it stand out in a sea of movie podcasts. And that's important as making sure your your product is different from the other people out there. You understand? Yeah. So uh, there's six seasons of this particular podcast out there. You can go back into the archives and search some of the movies of the older kind that maybe you've seen or you now have actually incorporated into your viewing uh, process. And you can then revisit the podcast and see our thoughts about it. Because the other thing that makes this unique is we record these right after we watch the movies. For the most part. There's been a couple since the pandemic started that we had to schedule in advance. But uh, after that, we go to see these movies in the theater that we sit down, usually in the theater, and we record the podcast. So these are instant thoughts that we get right after the movie. So they're fresh in our head. And it's also something that you can experience right after you see the movie as well. So you can enjoy it along with us. But yes, please check it out. Search it out. Check it out and download it and subscribe and like, like Big J said, all of that stuff stuff helps and there's a ton of episodes to choose from for instance this season alone big j we've done weird the weird al yankovic movie we've done the monsters we've done black adam so there's plenty of stuff to choose from out there that you can maybe see or you just you know were able to download at home or hell netflix has got the monsters movie uh roku as big j mentioned has the weird movie so some of these you can watch for free or if you already have a streaming subscription they're right there for you so a nice a tool to accompany your viewing but check it out please And thank you. It helps us out a bunch. Morning after with Nick and Big J, we will reward you for listening with some tickets to something. We're going to do bad impressions. That's next on the X Rocks. I'm not impressed. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Bad impressions brought to you by Treasure Valley Subaru. Easy in, easy out location next to the Idaho Center exit off the freeway. And we have tickets for you tomorrow night and evening with Machine Head. Rob Flynn and a cast of characters going to come in and play some rock music for you. We'll get you set up with those tickets here if you can figure out bad impressions. Tickets are free. All it needs is your correct answer, 208-287-1003. And the way we play bad impressions is like this. Big J has prepared three clues revolving around somebody that is pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in three clues or less... There is a concert you're going to tomorrow night that we hope will make you very happy. Big J, any guesses today? How many am I take? Probably three. All right. You're going to have to run the table. Let's see if it works. Hello, the X. Yes, sir. All right. You're up first, man. Good luck. Nothing is over. You don't just turn it off. I'm going to need the next one. I'm your worst nightmare. Okay, give me one more. Adrian. Whoa. 
Is it Sylvester Stallone, Rocky? What, what do you want? Yeah, Sylvester Stallone. Works. Sylvester Stallone is what Big J was looking for. As you had two sly characters to choose from in those particular yeah. impressions. Hang on one second, there, my friend. We got your Machine Head tickets coming your way. Why is Sylvester Stallone in the news? And that line, "Nothing is over," is from Rambo: First Blood. Uh, and uh, it's uh, during his monologue with Colonel Troutman, and um, it's true. Uh, nothing is over, including Rambo, even after the last movie, Nick. Which wait, how was uh, was was not was? Well, I mean, listen, I have Rambo tattooed on me. It was terrible. It wasn't a Rambo movie. Uh, you can see that in the morning after the movies podcast and hear that as well. But uh, you know, for a while there, there were talks of doing a um, uh, you know like a prequel, kind of like a TV series right, it was for Rambo t- for Amazon, I believe. They yeah, talked yeah, about. and uh, so that got squashed. But Amazon is still interested in doing something with Rambo. And so uh, Sylvester Stallone is open to that idea. And uh, we'll see how that rolls out. Um, and so there's been talk of that. But he also recently had been talking about how he's got some regrets in life. One of them was he turned down $34 million to do Rambo 4. But just but while well, it was still in the 80s here. Oh, oh God. Uh, right after Rambo 3. And so... Uh, what did he, he do instead? Uh, I don't know. He probably did some other, you know, uh, projects and things like just that. I want to know, like, what was around that timeline? Yeah, he, he just... You know, they, they had high expectations for Rambo 3, and it didn't really pan out at the box office like they wanted to. And uh, so he kind of decided to step away from that for a little bit. And uh, that he was like, that was a big mistake. <laughs> um, and uh, there's even t- there was even talk of Amazon was, was wanting to get into a prequel for Rocky, but he's not sure how that would work. So Rambo is still not off the table, man. That uh, then that means I-, I would guess that that movie they made with him that you told me was terrible and I didn't watch because of it must have done pretty well. Like if Amazon the wants Samaritan? to get back, yes, yeah. that, that, that Amazon yeah. wants to get into the Sylvester Stallone business must mean that he he still is good enough to put some eyeballs on some stuff, and that must be the the deciding factor that they want to do it now. I'll ask you off there because I don't want to ruin it for somebody that hasn't watched it. But it uh, could be possible. I'm guessing you're all in if they decide if he decides to go back, right? Uh, yeah, absolutely. I'll give it another shot and okay. hopefully you, you learn it and keep it. Um, and in fact, they uh, they want to keep it, you know, very uh, Rambo esque and and about the uh, about the soldiers. And that's what um, you know didn't have in that last movie. The last sure. couple. Yeah. Morning after with Nick and Big J. Well, Rambo the, Four was awesome. There's your bad impressions. We will wrap up the show here next on the X-Rocks. Hailstorm wrapping things up here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Thanks for hanging out with us on this Wednesday. We reminded you not to stuff your firearms into chickens because that still is illegal if you're flying. Uh, Big J also said thanks, but no thanks to the Netflix movie I Came By. Uh, From what I can gather, it's because he believes that because the evil judge watched Rick and Morty, he should be able to kill whoever he wants. And so uh, he said it's not worth your time and you shouldn't watch it. paraphrasing, but yeah. And of course, we also had a chance to give away some machine head tickets. We'll give one more shot of those tomorrow morning before the show tomorrow night at the Rev Center. But that does leave you with the floor, Big J. Uh, yeah, I, uh, Metallica uh, is going to be playing the Download Festival in uh, in June on the 8th and the 10th. Two separate, uh, different sets. Uh, but this happens at a, a castle, Nick, and it looks badass. Is this the first time it's at a castle or is it always at a castle no that's a great question i don't know if it's always the same place but uh either way uh going to a concert at a castle would be pretty cool much like uh what metallica did at aftershock where they played two days in two different sets no song repeated that was their big selling point they're doing that again in download but listen the download festival lineup looks bananas it always has that's a festival that gets it right it's what we've modeled all of our rock festivals here in the states after as a matter of fact i don't think i could handle all the people 
I mean, just so many people. It is man. hundreds of thousands of people. But I mean, you know, we had, I guess that was over three days where there was 125,000 yeah, people. Yeah, it wasn't and, all at once. No. It was like it was like, but it was like sixty thousand people a yeah. day at in at Rock on the Range. Barely saw any of them when it was at the. It's true, we were stuck in the, the tent, uh, so it is a little bit of a different. But you know, Big J, if you go to the Download Festival, you'd be living high society and going VIP. You'd be yeah, calling I, I in favor. about that. Morning after with Nick and Big J. That's it for the show. Jason Drew's up next. You guys have a good one. It's the X Rocks. <laughs> The Morning After Podcast brought to you by Idaho Advocates. You didn't deserve to be in an accident, but you do deserve an advocate. Make sure you hit them up on their website, IdahoAdvocates.com.